Alright, we're on it. Let's crack these open. Okay, so now that I get to talk about this, <laughs> this brewery won Best Brewery in like 2019. So I think that's the last year they did it because 2020 was obviously a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like color. Yeah, bro, these are fire. So I didn't know you were into kettle sours. I'm into whatever. I'm not a beer person. I'll drink beer if, they're, if you have it, but I'm not going to do a bunch of research. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Kettle sours are interesting as fuck. I like this one because, like, when I look for it in a sour, it's like it's like actually bite my jaw. This is good. Yeah. This place is fire. So this is a uh, Kern River. Where the fuck are they? They're... I'll say where the fuck is Kernville. Um, I want to say it's like Sac area. Okay, that makes sense. We're gonna find out. This is why yeah. we have a computer in front of me. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're fire. All their beer is fucking delicious. Yeah, what is it Kernville? Is all good. Oh, so you're drinking beer again? Uh, Did you decide to just say fuck it on like the? It's like my birthday's right around the corner. I know uh-huh. I'm gonna. I knew I was gonna drink beer this weekend. I know I'm gonna drink beer next weekend. And so <laughs> when Jacob gets here. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I have a little bit of a. Give yourself a break. I'm back from the hiatus, you know. But yeah. I plan on going back to it. Um it's just fucked up because like everyone's bringing us like all this food yeah and so it's just like i'm eating good right now and i'm trying to like like we appreciate it and i'm not trying to like yeah. be, like go go fuck yourself keep your food yeah you're not trying but, to be an asshole you're just trying to yeah, yeah yeah that's hilarious okay so it's in bakersfield like hour outside of bakersfield so not okay. Sack. Okay. um that's so SoCal. yeah it's like by a lake lake isabella i don't know if you know where that is but but they make fucking fire ass beer um fucking a man i'm happy you're on <laughs> i was so pissed and i knew you had to like stay home and you know but i was like fuck if i get cameron on i'm gonna bust a nut and <laughs> i succeeded <laughs> but i'm interested to know so now you've lost all this weight mm-hmm. where are you at now like a uh, hundred pounds down i'm right around there i'm like 190 ish right now and i was 285 yeah that's crazy bro i didn't never thought you were that big it like i'll show people my my picture like people i work with yeah and they'll like i don't remember you looking like that yeah i don't remember you it was just a year ago you know yeah bro that's insane that you lost almost 100 pounds in a year i lost most of it in like Like three four months three or four months yeah Yeah. because you like you were down like 60 pounds 70 pounds when i was First like going your, on the high cut with you. Yeah, around your birthday is yeah. what I was like. I think I was like sixty pounds. That's insane. Yeah. And that's purely just like diet and exercise. Nothing like insane. You weren't doing fat burners. You weren't doing. No. no. Some, the some only shit. like supplement I took was uh, branch chain amino acids, and that was just so I wasn't sore. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Fuck. That's insane. Yeah, it was a bitch. It's always a bitch to start, but you just gotta stick through to it and yeah, you know, and just, do your shit. Yeah absolutely it's just so crazy because like it's you made it seem like it was so easy I which mean, is kind of like a slap in the face to every fat person <laughs> that's still fat and like and you're kind of like at, at the end of the day it's just like just do it you yeah know? that's the like why it sounds easy but it's a bitch you know it's easier right now in the pandemic for me which it was a lot harder for people a lot of people gained weight in the pandemic but yeah. at the same time is i'm not going out 
to eat. I'm not going out to drink. I'm not chilling with this, 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 and this person at this event. You know, yeah. this is a lot less like I'm not going to a Super Bowl party. I'm yeah. not going to whatever. So that makes sense. And you probably saved a shit ton of money making your own food and like all that shit. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. It's so inspirational. It's like fucking, even though like you're not even like an inspirational guy because you don't like do shit to. I don't post about it. Yeah, you don't. Well, you haven't posted a single thing about it, which is the coolest thing. I always hate people that are like, down five pounds. It's like, shut up, bitch. You look fat. Like, like, you know what I mean? Tell, tell them how you really, tell them how you really feel, bro. I'm just like, I don't, I don't get it. I, why are you flexing for the gram? And um, no, but you didn't do any of it, and then you just fucking, because you don't really care what other people think or whatever. You were doing it for you, which is like, I think probably the biggest thing that's stopping people from like getting um you know getting slim and healthy and like i noticed this even with myself it's like if somebody else is like telling me like oh like you look big not that anybody ever has but like even if i feel like somebody else thinks i look big i never do it it's until like i look at myself in the mirror and i'm like fucking hey what is that and then i like (laughs) and then i'll just go start running or like i'll I'll start working out again like You know, like, I, I never get to the point where I'm, like, you know, like, settle for just whatever. Um, which, yeah. Because I'm, like, at a pretty healthy weight right now. Of like, I fluctuate between, like, one 175 is where I really should be when I'm not being a lazy piece of shit. Like, 175 should be it. Yeah. But I'm, I hover around from 180 to 190. And then my heaviest was, like, 210. And that was when I was, like... In Europe, that's when eating good. I was eating, beer. bro. Well, and it, I was working at PF Chang's, like so. All yeah. I was doing was working and eating greasy fucking fried PF Chang's food and any kind of restaurant environment or anything like that where you get free food. It's like, why the fuck not? Hell yeah, give me all yeah. the shit, you know. And I'm just like in the break room, fucking like a ogre, just yeah, because like someone paid twenty bucks for that, and yeah. you know, or and someone then they would send pay- it back, and I'm like, fuck you, I'm gonna eat this. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it, I get it. The best is when people would get like the, we would have a, a Chilean sea bass dish, like a oolong too sea spicy. bass. Huh? It'd be too spicy for them. No, no. There's literally no spice. It's literally just the, the fish soaked in oolong tea um, and then like pan seared. Yeah, yeah. But some people would be like, well, it's not good. I don't like it. And like they would take one bite of the fish like, and I would be like, fuck yeah, I'm taking the Hell whole yeah. fucking fish. Because it's just going to get thrown away. It's How a $30 dish. Woo. Yeah. Hell yeah. Any day of the week. Shit. Nah. Bro, and so that was that was by far the best. But I got so fucking fat there, bro. I got so big because all I was doing, I wasn't going to school at that time. I was just working and saving. Yeah. And I would, this is what my cycle of a day was. I would wake up probably around twelve. I would have work probably around three. So I was just bullshitting for two hours. Went to work, worked till probably close. Then after close go get drinks with all the coworkers. So I was like not only eating a shit ton of food at work, but I was also drinking very heavily. Yeah. And yeah. then, you know, sleeping and going like doing the whole thing again the next day. Like it was just a constant cycle, constant cycle. But the money was worth it, but it definitely like detrimented my fucking health. But it's cool. I mean, you just have to realize don't be a piece of shit. You just got to pay attention. That's yeah. all it is. Well, and then there's some people that like, there's some young people too, like my age and shit. And I'm like, not my place to say shit, you know, like you do you, but I can tell that you're unhappy because of 
it may not even just be because of your weight, but maybe it's because of what your weight causes you, like anxiety, things like that. Yeah, there's... there's Have you noticed anything like psychological change, like as far as like happiness or anything like, or is you just kind of... I'm glad I can fit clothes. I haven't been able to fit in a while. Um, Okay. I mean, like one of the biggest reasons I want to lose weight is because I always wanted to buy St. Laurent or St. Laurent jeans, you know? Mm -hmm. And so... They are very discriminant towards people that are overweight. <laughs> they fat they, shame. They fat shame people that aren't overweight, you know? Yeah, you're like, oh, you're not a size zero? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. So my goal is to get down to like a size 32 in their jeans. Okay. And so I'm thinking I need to get to like 165 to get there. Yeah. Size 32, yeah, 170, 175. Because I'm a size yeah, 33, 34 right now. Theirs will probably run a little small. True, because they're European fucks. Yeah. All you need to do is start smoking cigarettes and walk everywhere. Yeah. You'll get yeah. down to 165, bro. <laughs> That's how you do it. That's how the Europeans do it. They just walk everywhere and they smoke a shit ton of cigarettes. <laughs> kind of sounds like the life. Maybe. Who knows? No. Bro, you need to go to Europe. I want to. You need to go to Europe so bad. You would thrive in like Paris and shit. People would probably fucking take pictures of you, like, with your fucking outfits you'd be wearing and shit, just on the street, and be on, like, high fashion bullshit. I don't know. I, like, I went through, like, a high fashion phase, and, like, a lot of the shit that I wear, mm-hmm. that, like, I don't, I don't see, like, a Gucci monogram, like, a full tracksuit, and it has the Gucci print, it's obviously yeah. Gucci, like, that doesn't appeal to me that much, you know? Yeah. I, like... Is that even considered high fashion anymore? Well, that's depends. like ratchet it, fashion. It depends what you consider high fashion. <laughs> that's that's ratchet fashion. If you're wearing Gucci anything, period, that's ratchet fashion. I, I would say yes or no. I would okay. say there's there's like there's blatant, loud, like very branded pieces. Yeah. But then there's also shit like they have tight shit. You know, there's yeah. like there's cool shit that's very like low key, like nondescript yeah. that you wouldn't know unless you, it was something you followed. You know. Yeah. Um, my favorite go to like designer is a saint laurent yeah um and i like that they're not like super flashy with their logos you know it's not just like a t-shirt with a big ysl on it yeah i like the cut of their garments i like how it fits um but the thing is is at the same time is you could probably get all the same looks by just going to the thrift store and getting cheap shit it's really yeah they have iconic pieces that they're known for Mm -hmm. but like you would see this like western inspired leather jacket you know Mm -hmm. and it's like some shit you can find at goodwill you know yeah so. interesting yeah i've noticed like i i literally know nothing about fashion in the same way i know nothing about technology like i am so fucking nervous right now that that's not recording <laughs> and there's like a little part of me that is like fucking just inside like scared because it's happened so many times that like something's fucked up i didn't press the button i didn't do something wrong like yeah, yeah. and so but fashion wise like i know literally nothing i wear a t-shirt and like dickies and jeans or whatever and shoes like vans or air force ones that's it it's all trial and error you know if it's not something you're willing to like devote your time to then don't just stick with what you know yeah that's why janie just dresses me there you go that's easy easy because i'm like who am i fucking impressing i don't care like if i could wear sweats and a fucking t-shirt every single day of my life i would i I do oftentimes (laughs) i do and so like if she wants me to wear something like she likes a look on me oh fuck it yeah okay yeah makes it easy why not that's but if i am a little jealous of people like you and people that are in into fashion because it looks cool 
I just don't think I could pull it off. It just looks cool. Don't be jealous because it's a fucking sickness. It's a, an addiction. <laughs> it's a habit. It's all of the above. Yeah. It's terrible. It's a terrible thing. Yeah. No, I feel it. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, shit that I'm really into that, like... I'd say, like, beer. I'm into beer. I don't know if that's a sickness in and of itself. Yeah, but there's a difference of, like, binge drinking and, like, yeah. waking up and cracking a 40, yeah. downing it before it's 10 yeah, o'clock yeah. versus, like, okay, I probably spend a little bit too much money on beer, but, like, you're not shit-faced all the time. You no, know, like, you have yeah. a handle on it. Yeah. No, I, I literally have a couple beers, and it's, like, usually, and especially now since I've been working at the new job, it's, like, good beer. Like, yeah. this isn't fucking Coors Light, like, you know. This, this ain't no Coors Banquet. Yeah, that was last night. Um <laughs> No, but usually I don't drink, and I like, I know I can stop drinking because I have, like, I've done it. So yeah. now it's like really, and that's the coolest part about it is like I really am just like doing it to enjoy the beer, um, instead of trying to get to like a like a drunkenness or whatever, which like I have such like greater appreciation for beer now. Like now I could actually tell you why this is the way it is, and like, excuse me, um, and like what makes a belgian trapel a belgian trapel like all that kind of shit and it's kind of dope because everybody likes like the hazy ipas and i say it all the time like hazy hazy ipas ipas like they're all like that's that's the number one seller at any craft beer spot in america right now but in my opinion those are like low-key some of the most played out beers you can get like they're good if you like you know, hot burn on your mouth and you just fucking hate your life. Yeah. Go for it. Get that triple IPA, but such a bad time, bro. It's such a bad time. And it doesn't, it's not enjoyable. I had this double IPA that we had on tap and it literally felt like I was chewing like pine needles. And I was like, who, why, who and why? And this is why I hate fucking field work. Field work is the trashest brewery in the Bay area. You can fucking at me. That shit is terrible. <laughs> No, like, real talk, that shit is terrible. And people, every time they, like, say they go to field, I'm like, fuck that place. I'm like, oh, you don't like it? Bro, it's just hot burn. It's hot burn, and then <laughs> the location is trash. The one in Berkeley is literally next to, like, fucking homeless people. And then the one That's in... That's a lot of Berkeley, though. It is a lot of Berkeley. But it's, like, literally that street is covered in those, like, homeless RV things. And it's just, like, fucking crackheads walking up and down. It's, like, not an enjoyable scene. It's not like you have any sort of scene you're literally sitting outside and you're like oh well that guy's shitting himself over there like <laughs> it, like it's not enjoyable and then you go to the complete opposite you go to san ramon and then you just have some like blonde white bitch who just takes your seat and is like oh well um you know i was gonna sit there like and then just orders in front of you and does all, like you just have bitches just straight bitches and like i entitled bitches which is the worst i, I fucking hate entitled bitches it is so irritating i work in san ramon Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah. it's just like, I cannot stand snobby people. Mm -hmm. I can't stand people that think they're better than you. I yep. can't stand people that think they're too good for this or that. It is the most irritating shit, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't I don't, I don't understand how that's a learned behavior. It's not. It's taught. It's 100% taught. It's people that grew up with money. Well, there's a couple scenarios you can run. But it's usually people that grew up with money. They either, the women typically, I know this is being sexist, but like married into money too. Like their husband has a good paying job, especially like, you know, you're in San Ramon. They have, you know, they got money. Um, yeah. And so usually they have a good paying husband or they have a really good job themselves or they come from money or whatever it is. And they feel like they're in a higher class than you. 
It's like we're in India and we're the untouchables. That's what it feels like whenever we're in fucking San Ramon. And like, I'm not broke. I'm like, I come, like my parents make a good living. I've never, you know, like I haven't had a whole lot of hardship in that like field. I'm white, so it's not like there's you a racial struggled. thing. You haven't struggled I haven't, for money. Yeah, like, well, I mean, like, there was periods of time in my life where, like, my parents, like, my dad lost a job, and, you know, whatever. And, oh, like, yeah, there were times, different. but it wasn't like, it wasn't like I was going to fucking not know where my next meal was type of shit. Like, yeah. it was just, but, yeah. Anyways, and I'm like, I shouldn't feel like I'm inferior to people, or, like, people shouldn't try to make me feel inferior to them because they drive a fucking g-class mercedes or something bro and the fact that they drive that car the f- oh that's the bitch car bro it's not even that it's like the people that have mercedes bmws uh porsches mm-hmm. any like any of those like kind of like european go-tos yeah they go okay i have the money i can afford the car wow. i bought the car i'm a great driver that's that's their thought process that is their thought process yeah whenever there's any like rain outside you always see these like brand new like this the year of or the year before Mm -hmm. in some kind of wreck on the side of the road or blocking traffic because they just think that they're this hot shit they think that they're fucking speed racer yeah um and it's irritating because super fucking irritating yeah 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 it's it blows my mind that's why i really have a great like appreciation for people that have a lot of money, come from a lot of money, and are just genuine, down-to-earth people. Those are the best people. Those are the best people because usually they're super selfless, so they like will, are willing to help in whatever way. Um, and they're not trying to flex their money on you. Like they're not trying to feel like you know. Like I hate bitches with fucking Louis bags. I hate bitches with Louis bags, bro. Bro, for the same reason I hate a guy that goes to, like, a beer garden and is wearing, like, a suit and tie. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, he's wearing, like, some fucking tailored-ass <laughs> shit. Like, who are you, bro? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I don't get what they're trying to achieve with that shit. Yeah, it's, it's like, just a flex. It's just, like, trying to flex on people. How is that a flex, though? Well, it's because it's, like, that classism. It's oh, that weird I'm, classism. I'm too good to have your basic casual clothes. Yeah, too, yeah. Uh, like I only I, wear suits. Well, and then you just, like... I know how much like some of these Louis, like those like very you know mass produced Louis bags are. It's like you know thirteen hundred dollars for like a little clutch. I'm like, why? Like, did, oh, so it can hold like the same amount of money that will be in my wallet. That's like no, twelve bucks from all, Amazon. It's not going to hold the money. The money was spent on the bag. Yeah, they have the bag with no money in it. You know, but it's you'd so also stupid. be surprised how many of those are real. You know. Yeah, that's true. I mean, when I was in Thailand, me and Raj saw so much fake Louis, fake Gucci, fake all that shit. All those like uh, bootleggers, mm-hmm. they're huge operations. It's not just yeah. like a person doing it like on the like free time. Yeah. No, it's a huge thing. Yeah. It's they're like, it's the same thing as like drugs and shit. There's kingpins of bootlegging shit. Yeah. Like it's it's crazy they go yeah. all out it's well because there's a market for it oh yeah yeah for sure it's like i don't want to pay fucking 1300 dollars, but i'll pay 400 dollars for a fake shit you know what i mean yeah. if i can get the same thing and it's you like, can't tell looks, yeah might as well so then how do you tell how do you tell yeah because i know you were really good at like spotting shoes and shit like that like how would you be able to tell like, you would think bootleggers if they're putting that much money into it would just make it like buy a pair and make it identical well what's scary is a lot of bootleg pairs of like nike jordan shit like that they're made in the same exact sweatshops that nike produces their shit in it's just they have the same materials they have the same workers they have the same this and Everything. that so it's like why not when they can sell this shit on their own they just hire them to like basically buy off like 
whatever shoes they're making. Yeah, yeah. But the only difference is that Nike has quality control, you know? So every pair manufactured... I, I'm calling horseshit on that. You tell me the thousands, if not millions, of pairs of Nikes that, like, are just in circulation, they're on quality control? I'm saying that... If they fucking fuck up the stitching hella bad, uh, it will either be stamped as a B grade and will get sold at a Nike outlet, yeah. or it just won't ever make it over here, you know? Yeah. Um, so a lot of bootleggers don't have that. They're just like, well, we spent the money on the materials. <laughs> yeah. We're going to sell it, you know? Yeah. And uh, when you buy from a bootlegger, it's like, oh, this wasn't what it was like in the picture. Let me get a refund. They're going to tell you to go fuck yeah, yourself. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Um, but yeah, yeah. So a lot of the... Um, bootlegs are like spot on you yeah. can't tell differences unless you have say i have a two thousand dollar shoe and the bootleg you'd have to have them both like side by side yeah to point out individual things yeah um a good go-to is if like the stitching is messy if there's like a bunch of glue residue or if it's just yeah, sloppy. like impurities yeah um, but it's not like oh this tag is wrong or like something well like there's that. there is that too sometimes okay. and sometimes they won't give all the details of the shoe until it's in like the population's hands mm. um but it's just something that you have to do your research you got to know for that specific item that specific shoe that specific bag you yeah know? so do you think that bootleggers liquors bootleggers <laughs> make more money um off of like mass-produced shoes like say like uh the air force uh coke whites like it's hard to tell. I like, like I can't. Like, I can't think of anyone that would buy that. You know, they would just go to the Nike store and get them. Well, yeah, exactly. But if you were like, oh, well, I can go to the Nike store and they're like a hundred bucks, or I can go like to this website that kind of looks nice and they're sixty bucks. Like, I yeah, don't know. At that point, though, there's a lot of like, not knockoff. Like, say I have a Converse. Mm -hmm. It has the circle on the inside of it with the star. Mm -hmm. Another company could use the same materials and everything and just not have that little circle yeah. and sell it without the Converse branding and have it being their own thing. And instead of it being like 60 bucks that Converse are, they could sell it for $15. Bro, how and crazy is that Converse are 60 bucks now? When I was in high school and middle school, it was 20 bucks for Converse. But ever since they became weightlifting shoes and every like weightlifter, like because they're flat and whatnot, and they're good for deadlifting and powerlifting and shit, like ever since then, way through the roof and now they're even like fashion kind of like that's how it goes it's it's like street fashion type. it's the shit. perfect like shoe to go with any outfit you know yeah it fits it it, it just works like the vans and the air force ones exactly exactly yeah. you don't got to put a lot of thought into it yeah because it's like very basic and they look good beat too mm -hmm. so Dude, my so before christmas when i got my new pair of air force ones mm. the first ones i had were so fucking beat bro like dirty beat that's why I don't fuck with Air Force Ones because they get dirty hella fast. They they just get fucked up. Yeah. There's no way to not do it. They yeah. they crease terribly. Yeah. They get dirty. They just do not hold up for whatever reason. And so whenever there's this like limited edition Supreme Air Force One or yeah, whatever those collaboration dead ones. Those are kind of sick. Those are SBs. Oh, were they SBs? Yeah. Uh, okay. But any collaboration that they have with like Air Force Ones, like if I was able to get my hands on a pair. I just, I don't want to wear them because they resell. don't hold up. They yeah. don't hold up, you know? Yeah, it's not like a pair worth wearing, but they might, like, hold value. They'll so hold the, value if you don't wear them. Yeah, you know? and then you just sell them and make money. Yeah. That's a crazy market, too. That reselling shit. Sneakerheads ruin everything. <laughs> I fucking, <laughs> I take, I fucking hate sneakerheads. They ruin everything. So, 
it started with like Jordans and Nikes and shit where yeah. they would buy them all out and they'd resell them. But when they see something that has value, they fucking jump and buy it all out from the people that would actually use it. Yeah. And then create a market and create a resale market for that. They did it with fucking PlayStation 5s. Yeah. They did it with Pokemon cards. All yeah. the people that fucked with Pokemon cards for years, for years, yeah. would just go down to the store, buy them, and play pokemon like play a game like a lot of people would just collect oh, instead okay. of playing but still the people that were into it were into it and would buy them but since it had such a high demand and high boost you have these fucking like 30 40 year old dudes going to target and buying all the stock when they get it in and then yeah. the people that actually wanted to have to pay like more than double what the retail value was yeah and it's the fucking sneakerheads yep yeah they do it with everything Bro, that's crazy. It feels like everything that you were made fun of for liking in middle school is now super, super fucking popular. Like, anime. Anime, like, I don't watch anime, but if there was an anime, like, a kid watching anime in, like, middle school, like, motherfuckers were making fun of that dude you get nonstop. You get clowned. You get clowned. And then now, everybody and their mama like anime. Like, I, I don't understand it. It happens so often. Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Pokemon cards, all that shit. Just if you Pokemon were, in general, bro. Anything, Magwap, Magwap. I'm like, what? This is wild. It it, it happens with everything. It it pisses me off because, like, look at the flapper zombies. Mm-hmm. I've been fucking with them forever. You've been fucking with them forever. Mm-hmm. I would wear their merch and shit to school, and people would be like what the fuck is that i explain it yeah and they'd be like oh i've never heard of it that's weird yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. but by the time we were seniors in high school like oh shit i fuck with your flatbush shirt oh shit that's blah blah blah, blah you know yeah. like anytime i go to san francisco if i have some flatbush shit oh i fuck with your flatbush shirt i went to new york uh-huh. i had flatbush shit that didn't say flatbush zombies on it but it, it had like just their merch or something. it was their merch and it's recognizable yeah and i think i was at the, like the babe store or some shit yeah and he's like oh shit I, fu- I fuck with the hoodie blah 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 you know yeah but no one gave a fuck about them I still Years think back. people are like saying that because I think that a lot of people think they're still like underground. Like, you know how they were back in the day? Like they, they were like the original SoundCloud rappers. They're, like, they're, they're part of it. Yeah. hundred percent. And so people like that, I guess maybe get into them now or whatever. I feel like it's still, it still feels like a tight knit group because most people Still don't know who the fuck Flatbush Zombies are, which if, is mind blowing. If you're talking like Drake and Travis Scott, yeah, and like all the that, mainstream, people. yeah, and yeah. then you bring up Flatbush Zombies and like people look at you like, the fuck is that? Yeah, yeah, like I get the weirdest looks when I tell people that my favorite rap group is Flatbush Zombies. I'm like, if the, I'm like, no, it's just this rap group out of Flatbush in New York. Like, I just fuck with them. Like, they're super. Sick. Or they'll go, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah, like, and I'm just like, if you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. Like. I like it. I suggest you, you check them yeah. out. But like, other than that, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna feel bad or weird about it. No, Cause no, it no. used to be like people would look at you like sus if you like weren't listening to Little Pump and you know like whatever like other fuckers were coming up in the SoundCloud days. And like, at the same time too is like when you say they're the original SoundCloud rappers, SoundCloud rap was a completely different thing then. Yes, very to true. what it turned into. Yeah, because I see it in two waves. Well, I, I guess you could say three. Right now, the third wave, it's dead. There's no activity on SoundCloud. Nothing, yeah. No one coming up. No one paying attention to it because of the second wave that fucking ruined it, you know? <laughs> um, you had your little pumps, your pop smoke, or not pop smoke, uh, uh, smoke perp. Smoke perp. You had, 
whoever the fuck that little skies and all those fucking little Zan and all those fuckers. And it was kind of rinse and repeat. It was more the same, you know. They didn't addict fucking rappers. They didn't bring they didn't bring nothing to the table. No, they didn't, bro. Um, Their rap was trash. But before them, you had. Denzel Curry, you yeah. had Flatbush Zombies, you had Puya, Suicide Boys, you had Xavier Wolf, you had Bones, you had like Eddie Baker, you had uh, Lil Ugly Mane was like a big one, a oh. big, big uh, like pioneer in that yeah. scene and just internet music in general. Yeah. Um, but it was such a big change from that first group to the second group. Yeah. To where it's not even recognizable, you know. It's so weird because then once SoundCloud got mainstream. Yeah, yeah. Then it changed. Then you had the people that exploited the mainstream. So all these pill head fucking rappers that we have now, um, and then then you have people that because of that second wave, just like you said, don't fuck with. It. Like I deleted my SoundCloud app, even though that was the only place I can get better off dead. <laughs> I was just like, this is it's not worth it because first of all, the ads are annoying. Yeah. Second yeah. of all, like it's just a terrible platform. Like because anybody can post their shit you end up clicking on like the wrong thing. Like if you're trying to just search music, like unless you have it saved and you know, that's the right thing. You're not gonna be able to search it real fast and quick. Yeah. Um, so I deleted that shit. I was like, I'm just gonna use Spotify. I love Spotify. The curated playlist. I know you don't because you can't bring your MP3 files into it, which I can imagine they're going to adapt. I think they have to. Mm, they're mm-mm. hell no. Why? You hell no. So think about it like this. What is the most common smartphone on the planet? The one that most people have? Android. Is that true? I would think in America, most people have iPhones, but in the world, Android's probably the most popular. Okay. In places people pay for streaming services. <laughs> in what America, is... yes, iPhone. So, Apple, why the fuck are they going to allow Spotify to add MP3s? To their phone the only way you can add mp3s to your iphone mm-hmm. is through, through iTunes. itunes they don't allow you to open your device and save things on there straight from your computer the way you can on android where you just yeah. copy and paste files you know and what's crazier too is you think spotify is this big platform and it is bigger than apple music yeah but all the money that they make on apple platforms yeah or on, on apple devices they pay a percentage of that to yeah, apple to apple, apple yeah. gets a cut of that that's fucked. And but, so the only way that you can listen mm-hmm. to like songs that aren't on streaming services on an Apple device is through your Apple library. So what you could do is listen to them in your Apple library and then go over to Sound or uh, Spotify when you want to listen to that shit. Yeah. But you, but you would have to have both. Exactly. And I like to shuffle my music, you know? Yeah. I like to, like, I don't listen to the same exact thing. Yeah, the same you're not feeling order. the same vibe every time. Um, and so it's convenient for Apple Music because you have all of your other shit and then you have your streaming stuff in one place. Yeah. That will never happen for Spotify on Apple devices. Yeah. Because so many people I would think switch. You're probably right. So many people would switch from Apple Music to Spotify. Yes. That makes too much sense that I wasn't thinking about. <laughs> no, like I just I just enjoy the the layout of Spotify so so and i was the biggest like denier of spotify for the longest time like i really didn't like it but my brother was putting me on he was like bro the playlist this the shit like they will curate playlists that are perfect like you'll find just enough of your old shit that you love and new shit that you didn't know about and it's like the perfect combination i really fuck with that but i was like no like apple music's it's got my shit i liked it because 
I can literally look up any artist. I'll like, I'll find it, um, for the most part. And then, um, once Joe Rogan switched to Spotify, I fucking <laughs> like real yeah, talk. No I, brainer, no brainer, no brainer. Cause I was like, I'm going to listen to it. If I'm not going to be able to find it on Apple podcasts, why the fuck? Like, why would I listen? You know, like I won't be able to do YouTube. I hate, you can't listen unless you have the YouTube red or whatever. You can't shut off your phone and you know, listen to the podcast. So I just switched over to Spotify because they have a student deal. It's like five bucks that and Hulu. And I was like, this is a no brainer. Like I fucking do that. I think Spotify is the better platform. Yeah. Um, it's just convenience. Yeah. The, the features of Apple music make it better. Yeah. And there's a large portion of my music library that isn't on streaming services that it would just irritate me endlessly going on YouTube or like a lot of it's not even on YouTube. It's like on Bandcamp and stuff like that. So what's interesting is like, now that like I'm thinking about and talking with you, it's like, Apple Music and Spotify are kind of like Android and Apple, but in reverse. Because Androids usually have better features than Apple in like most cases, but the user platform of Apple makes it so much more appealing. So the user platform for Spotify is so much more appealing, but the features of Apple Music are so much better. Yeah, so, exactly. That's interesting. Apple's like kind that with cool. everything though. Yeah. Like they do not give you any freedom to do anything you want. Yeah. They want to make their money. Yeah, bro. I met this guy who worked for Apple. Um, he came into my work and he was saying he was a logistics guy from UPS and like now he was probably in his late forties, early fifties, and now he's working for Apple and he's like telling me how crazy it is and talking about their new park thing, bro. It's insane. So I did the I did security for the iPhone eight release. Me and uh, Janie's uh, friend's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. He got me like a gig. It was just like an overnight thing. Um, and we were just regulating the cars that were allowed in and out and it was on, at their new campus, but I thought the whole campus was new cause how fucking modern it was. It looked, it literally felt like I was living on Mars. Like I was on Mars. Like the, you go in, they had like a little store and you go down seven floors into the earth, like where they have parking structures underneath instead of above their parking structures underneath with whole rooms, hallways, everything crazy kitchens, like the whole thing. And then I go into like their kitchen. It's literally probably like three of my houses. It was huge. Whole like, you know, like real top of the line Michelin star type kitchen, like as far as equipment and like accessibility. And then I find out, I was telling him all about these features and how cool it was. He was like, oh yeah, that's like kind of old. Like the new shit is like basically this giant stadium and the inside's like a park. They call, I think they call it Apple Park. And it was like $3 billion. They're, all those companies are so ridiculous with that shit. You got Google, Facebook, Adobe, Apple. Like all of their like offices are like their own worlds. Yeah. Know? Well, and they soon might be. Like they're talking about building housing, housing. Yeah. for yeah. their employees. Bro, that will be the day we all fucking succumb to capitalism is like, oh, yeah, I live in an Apple house. It's like the new slums, bro. It like literally like the modern day like but it's like why not well the thing is is like you can't really argue against it if it's going to be right there you know like it feels like the reasons are all like super well thought out like you're going to be closer to work it's going to be nicer housing you know like you might even get subsidized through your fucking company like you don't have to pay as much housing whatever it may be like you'll there'll be a sense of community like everybody works there so you kind of know people and whatnot but 
The real fucking thing is, is they want you to work non-stop. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was, and I was talking to the same Apple dude. And he was telling, like, I was telling him how Janie's brother works at Pixar and how cool that campus was when I got to tour it and, like, all the amenities they have and all this crazy shit. He's like, yeah, the reason they want to have all those amenities there is so you never go home. So you never have to stop working. Yeah. Like, you can literally order a massage at your desk at Pixar. That's badass. Bro, how pimp is that? Be like, uh, you know, Sandra, come out at, like, 930. I don't have a meeting, like, and just... Bro, you're editing a fucking movie and you're just getting a massage or something? Like, how crazy is that? I feel like that should make me tired, though, and it'd be less productive, you know? Well, it could be because... So I read Ed Catmull's Creativity, Inc. Mm-hmm. Ed Catmull was the CMO, um, chief managing officer of Pixar. Like, him, John Lasseter, and then... Um, I always forget the third guy's name. But we're like the three basic founding partners of Steve Jobs was in there, but like there was three guys, um, they were like the main guys that created Pixar. Yeah, and I, his book was so amazing. The way he orchestrated and set up Pixar to be the workspace that it is was nuts. Like he, so basically it was just a it was a startup, and a bunch of people just fucking working their ass off learning uh they were doing all of their technology in-house so like all of their software they were creating in-house for the most part um the third guy that i can never remember his name was worked at um lucasfilm oh. and i ed catmull worked at lucasfilm i think that's where they met up and basically he was designing this software um this animation software that like would revolutionize the game and so all this crazy shit, they're like working their asses off 40, like, you know, 48 hour work weeks plus 60 hour work weeks, all this crazy shit. And then, and none of the amenities that they have now, yeah. then this one, I think she was an editor or something came to work or he, I think it was a, he, um, came to work. I, I don't know. Genders aren't a thing anymore, apparently. Um, <laughs> but whatever they came to work and, but they had to drop off their kid first. So, go, come to work, park the car, go inside, and, like, tired as can be. Like, literally was doing, like, the 60-hour work week type shit. Then, the wife texts him, I believe. And it's like, oh, how is dropping off the kid? It's like, at 11 o'clock, he got there at 9. Bro, the kid was still in the car. It's a baby. Damn. And so, he freaked out, ran to the car. Kid ended up being okay. And like everything was, and it was a hot day too. Mm. Like everything ended up being up okay. But Ed Catmull found out about this. Like we can't fucking have this. We're working our employees too hard. And so then they you, they started this cycle of like we want this workplace to be like enjoyable. Like we want you to work hard, and we want like really good product. But like we want you to not be pulling your hair out and like forgetting your kid in the car. Like wasn't this when they were working on like Toy Story? Mm-hmm. Or I remember they're rushing to finish something. Yeah, yeah. It was it was. He set it up. I'm doing a terrible job of explaining. But basically, yeah, they were working their asses off, I think, on Toy Story. Um, and then fucking just... Phew, yeah. yeah. I crazy mean, shit happened. It happens. People do that shit. It's just... It's like, when you work that hard, you you're, you have tunnel vision. Yeah. You know? And yeah. like people do that even without yeah. that behind you. But Well, what's also crazy, another story that was actually kind of funny from that fucking book, was they finished, I think it was Toy Story 2. And Toy Story 2 or Bugs Life, one of them. Mm-hmm. And 
the, you know, the final file was on a computer. It just had to be sent over um, through some IT guy or something like that. The IT guy accidentally, there was a control you can do that basically wipes the file. But not just wipes the file, wipes the entire mainframe. Like all their database why for that, everything. Why does that exist? Be, I don't know why he went into it, but like basically they created that button to like wipe it. And so he wiped the entire, all the files from Toy Story 2. And everybody. And this is like a week or two before it's supposed to like be done, yeah. sent out. Yeah. Um, everybody's freaking out. Everybody's freaking out. Like no idea what to do. What the fuck are we going to do? We just lost an entire movie, which takes them like three, four years to even do. Yeah, shit ton of money. Shit ton of money. Finally, somebody realized that they had brought their computer home one day and the file was on that hard drive and so they drove home picked up the computer came back got it and then now they've set up in places where it's not as easy to just control delete kind of thing that's such a big thing Um, could you imagine like it was probably like a 60 70 at that maybe even a hundred million dollar movie budget boom down the drain it happens people like i wouldn't say on that big of a scale yeah but People will put a lot of work into shit and then just lose it in an instant. Yeah. Like um, the uh, the Garden. They had a show okay. in, I think it was like San Francisco. And uh, they each have their own like side projects and stuff like that. And the guy had his entire album completed. Everything. Ready to be sent out. Yeah. And it was on his laptop. Lap- Van gets broken into laptop stolen and along like it sucks to lose your shit all your gear all of that and like you're not even home and you probably have other shows to do but yeah. then you lose something that you put your blood sweat and tears into you know oh my god like that's I such would... a kick while you're down like you know that guy is rotting in hell for sure yeah what a piece of shit yeah. that's the thing man it's dirty yeah Oh, fuck. I totally forgot. Hey, Luke. Hey, Ryan. Guess what? A new addition to uh, my <laughs> podcast studio. I have a crystal. Don't worry. It's charged. What does it do? Um, well, it just, you know, it really cleanses my aura. Um, Elaborate. What does that mean? Uh, well, you know, it means like I put it in the sun and um, stick my dick in it, and then some, <laughs> somehow I get cleansed. Um, yeah. <laughs> Quite, yeah. quite the special crystal. Yeah, bro. I mean, it's really, it's really quite something. Thank you, Luke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But yes, that that's horseshit. I would be so pissed. Yeah, yeah. It's so dirty. I can't imagine like the amount of frustration. You gotta have multiple places to store shit. That's just like, cloud is where it's at. Cloud is where it's at. I still don't understand the cloud. Like I get it. It's servers somewhere. Like there is a physical thing. You know what I mean? Like it's not literally just in the cloud. Okay, then what don't you get? <laughs> well, it's just like how fucking big are these servers? Think huge, about like huge, bro. And it's kind of insane if you really stop and think about it. Because think about like, I have I think like. 50 gigabytes on just my apple cloud like that's my storage mm-hmm. that's what i pay for um but now i think that like every other person that has apple has at least that probably yeah they're huge wow 
like think about it like this they only have to pay for that hardware once but all these people that have that cloud storage pay, pay monthly or whatever yeah exactly so they make their money back on these huge facilities that's insane well then you think about like i was reading this article and i think it was wired magazine mm-hmm. and it was basically about how the government's listening to us and like not even on some conspiracy theory shit but like that I mean, they, they like do. they record our calls and type shit and they were talking about the servers that have to because they hold on to this shit like they're not going to listen to every conversation you have all that shit like but it's stored yeah so that they can access that file or whatever and these servers are like 30 warehouses big like just giant facilities and then they're on like the amount of water that they have to use to cool these servers like is an actual contributing factor to like a possible water crisis like they're using that much water because it's i mean you can use recycled water and whatever but like it's that much water circulated a day is insane and then you start to think about like on such a smaller scale like the bitcoin miners and these big fucking super machine computers that are submerged in water i don't understand that but it looks fucking crazy <laughs> it looks insane i might want to get in on that like all i know is it's really fucking complicated i know it's yeah it's got to be if it was easy everybody would fucking do it yeah, yeah bro bitcoin miners i can't believe i wonder how that guy's doing that the hacker that has like two password attempts left it's like a hundred billion dollars worth of bitcoin how do you lose a password like that bro that is gonna be tattooed on my cock that's all i know is if i have a fucking password to a hundred billion dollars worth of fucking bitcoin that shit is getting tattooed on me somewhere yeah yeah i don't see why not like somewhere discreet too like on the bottom of my foot yeah bro (laughs) it's kind of getting barcoded but that's crazy yeah dude hundred billion dollars it's just I think Bitcoin is an anomaly in its own. It's a proof of concept for sure. It is a proof of concept. That's a great way to fucking describe it because it literally is nothing. Yeah. It it literally is nothing. If you really like take it for what it is, it's a cryptocurrency, right? So it's a currency that has no physical, you can't see it. You can't touch it. It's not tangible. Yeah. It's not backed by anything except for what you would pay for it. So yeah. it doesn't make any sense. It's like literally restructuring what we think about money. Yeah, yeah. Which is insane. And now there's like thousands of cryptocurrencies. What? And it's crazy to think about too because like you think about the American dollar. Mm-hmm. There will always be inflation. Your $1 bill will, no matter what, it's not going to raise in value. It's yeah. always going to be worth less and less and less. Maybe not drastically, but as time goes by, it will be worth less. Yeah. With Bitcoin, that's yeah. the only currency I can think of, other, well, other than cryptos, that have risen in value. Yeah. Well, I would say that you're wrong in just certain aspects, only because the dollar does gain value too. Like Every currency does fluctuate with inflation and deflation. I understand that, but what I'm saying is, like, in 20 years, is the American dollar going to be worth more or less than it is currently? Um, less. Exactly. It's yeah. going. It can fluctuate, but it's going to be on a decline. Yeah, like ultimately, it decreases in value. 
because there's no limit to the currency that is put in place. You just make more. Which is why Bitcoin was so revolutionary is because there's only 21 million Bitcoin in the world. They're never going to, well, they say they're never going to make any more, which you can believe that. You cannot believe that. That is your own prerogative. But um, that's why, because it's literally the best example of supply and demand. Every economics professor should be teaching this right now. Like Bitcoin is the best example for for supply and demand. There's a limited supply, and so therefore the demand is going to go up. If this is a va- if, if this is a product that somebody wants, that demand is always going to go up. Yeah, facts. it only fluctuates with demand. Since supply is set, that only fluctuates with the demand. It, it's weird. It's just a whole weird thing to wrap your head around. Yeah, well, because it's like. The gold standard to like what the dollar's based on now was even like that's even kind of a weird thing to think about. But like to reinvent money is so revolutionary, it, it's really quite amazing. But at the end of the day, I still think it's bullshit. Like at the end of the day, I still think banks are bullshit. I still think fucking like I think this is what I think. I think Wall Street bullshit. I think government bullshit. Like. Back, back to, I think it was a couple podcasts ago. Everything is bullshit. Everything, Everything is, bullshit. is bullshit. Everything that you ever thought about is horseshit at the very core of it. That's just the fact. Like, it's all based off of what somebody wanted to make money off of. And the government is the best example. Yeah, it's only worth what someone's willing to pay. Why do we have politicians? So that they can make money. So they have a perceived power and so that companies can run them. Yeah, you're not wrong. That that's why people get into politics. Nobody wants to get into politics because they honestly think they're gonna make the world a better place. They everybody gets corrupted. AOC's taking green energy money up the fucking ass, and you think differently, you're wrong. Like it's just true, and like that's not a fault of her. That's just the game she's in. Like just like all these Republican fucks are taking fucking oil, fucking up the <laughs> ass, bro. Like. That's why there's huge <laughs> oil fields out in Texas. That's why we're in the fucking Iraq war. Yeah, yeah. It's for oil. It's because these politicians get paid off, and it's just so obvious. It could be go one way or the other. Like, Joe Biden gets paid off by green energy. Um, fucking Trump gets paid off by oil, like crude oil. That, that's just how the world works. Um, obviously, one side is better for the environment than the other, but you're still getting paid off. You still have un un or you have tainted values yeah for sure for sure yeah because you're molested by these fucking corporate bastards <laughs> in more than ways than one like <laughs> yeah no and they'll fucking they'll get dirt on you too oh well that's they'll... the whole epstein thing yeah like that that's the reason cause there was a reason he was recording these fucks oh, doing the shit yeah he like, was the reason he was trying to get them to do it yeah like it's all to corrupt them and there's a reason, like, the, and especially the people that were in it were politicians, scientists, people of influence. Why was he untouchable for so long, you know? No. Well, they think that he, well, or no, I don't know what they think or no, but um, that he was an FBI informant or, like, CIA informant. And, like, that you can get into your whole conspiracy theory about that. Like, if he was a CIA informant, that means that the CIA is probably secretly running a lot of the shit that goes down in the United States at the very least. Like, a lot of the things that gets portrayed in the media, that gets found out about, is orchestrated. By the FBI. But yeah. It's crazy. 9-11. George Bush did it. Hot take. One of my favorite, like, president moments of all time. 
is George Bush dodging the fucking shoe yes. when the guy threw <laughs> then, at him. Because, like... <laughs> it popped right back up, bro. Not phased at all. There's, like, a perfect video of it. Like, it was it was too good. <laughs> like, people hitting George Bush, like, I don't think yeah, he did... Yeah, policy-wise or whatever. I don't think he did a great job as a president. Yeah. I think he tried, but I just think he's funny. <laughs> I think he's goofy. It's just, he's like... He's hella, <laughs> like, one of the goofiest presidents. And then you have, like... You went from George Bush to... Or you went from Clinton, right? To George Bush, then to Obama, and then to Trump. Yeah. You literally just cycled through like the craziest experiences, except for like Obama's the anomaly where we all just thought, yes, finally, we have somebody sane in <laughs> office. Like, he's good. And then, like, and for the most part, Obama was an amazing president. I still think probably the best president. Oh, for but sure. For sure. That it's not doesn't mean he's he not was perfect. perfect. Yeah, yeah, he's not perfect. Not perfect. And like yeah. I think you have to recognize that and like point out the flaws and like it's like exactly what's going on right now. Like Joe Biden's getting massive heat because thirty eight days into his president he just bombed Syria. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like and everybody was complaining about Trump and it's like everybody's happy Trump's out of office, but like we also just elected Sleepy Joe. Like I think it's just lesser two evils. Yeah. Kind of well, thing. that's a fucked up way to look at life. Like we're supposed to be the greatest country in the world, and we're just picking between the lesser two evils. Yeah, it's it's fucked. It's fucked. Um, yeah, because you you look at it and it'll, like people always talk about like those camps that for the uh, immigrants that try to come here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah the captured, cages and but shit. Didn't Obama start that? No. No. You know? Like. So. It's a fucked. It's it's just fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then we. Oh, I was talking about this with um, Janie's brother-in-law, which is a fucking valid point, and it's gonna get a little controversial. So, fucking oh God. buckle in. Um, LeBron James. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. But this man, and like a lot of NBA players, not even just LeBron James to say fuck him, but like a lot of NBA players, like especially when this BLM movement was coming, George Floyd, we're talking all this shit about like you know every injustice or injustice anywhere is it or what was that saying like uh was it an injustice one injustice somewhere is an injustice everywhere type of thing i think that's kind of how it goes. Yeah. yeah it's kind of how it goes talking all this shit trying to be real activist like but this motherfucker didn't say shit when it came to china when the muslims were getting snatched up in china and put into concentration camps wasn't talking about shit about hong kong and the police because he's got deals with china and that affects his moolah that's dirty bro that's dirty. big dirty i was gonna say like big dirty the only counter argument i have for that is like obviously you can't be you can't speak out against every wrongdoing in the world but the fact that they're in his pockets that's pretty great bro chi- he has a huge huge market in china huge market like these motherfuckers not just him but like a, a lot of nba stars have a huge following in china they love basketball over in china yeah, I believe it. Yeah, like they and so that's it, imagine they don't just have the US to worry about and what their opinion is, they have China to worry about. And so if you're talking and if the business in China is ran by the Chinese government because they're communistic fucks, you can't talk about the wrongdoings no. that are going on over there. And when presented to it, he has nothing to say. They specifically asked him about it? Yeah. They've asked him because people know that he has a bunch of business over in China. And they're like, if you're gonna talk about, you know, 
you know, you people can't get, pick and choose. You can't pick and yeah, choose. Yeah, bro. And it's not like it's a conspiracy theory that these motherfuckers are getting snatched. Dude, there's videos mm. of, I think, the Uyghurs, how you pronounce it, the Uyghur population in northern China, getting snatched up and put into concentration camps. And we're going to act like that's just, like, that's just cool. Like, I think, yes, the BLM movement is important, but there's bigger issues to fry. Like, to be honest, like... Yeah, but I think when you get to that point, it's just like, okay... This is important, but this is more important. This is important, but this is more important. Yeah. I feel like you could say that a lot about I a lot think of things. The the BLM movement was important because it's just another step to progress our humanity. I think not to discredit anything of that, but like I hate when people are like acting like America's the worst country. Like we're like at some we're the most corrupt piece of shit countries. Like have you been anywhere in the world? Every country has their shit. Every country has their shit and America's not the worst. Like, if you think that America is corrupt because you know a little bit more about it, like, just do any education on any, like, even developing nation. Even oh, developed. It's, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. Yeah. Like, nobody wants, everybody talk about how Christians hate fags, but then nobody wants to talk about the beheadings that are happening in Saudi Arabia. Hot take. Nobody wants to talk about the beheadings for fucking, like, literally being gay in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, yeah. In Russia, yeah. you get killed. Dubai. Du- yeah, bro. Nobody wants to talk about that shit. But apparently, the white Christians in America are the worst in the world. Like, it's just like... Every religion has their shit that yes. is super, super like, yo, what the fuck? Like, well, they, they have dirty shit. And it's like... Well, everybody, period, has dirty shit. It's not even just every religion. People yeah, are dirty. Yeah. Like, people are just where I still believe. Like, we're born sinners. We're bad people. Like, we're just not perfect people. I just think there's a scapegoat for every single situation. Yeah. Well, that's true. I just think, well, I think that, like, when it comes to this, it's the easy target because, obviously, I'm pretty sure America is still, like, predominantly white, especially in the South, predominantly Christian, so it's an easy target to kind of, and, like, there's always that picture of the guy that has the flag that says, God hates facts, but, like, that's not every Christian, that's not every person that thinks that, and it's, like, well, if you were to say, you know, that's the, literally the equivalent of saying every Muslim is, um, is a jihadist. It's just not true. It's not even close to true. No, 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 no. But there, so there's a currently a policy trying to get pushed in place by the Biden administration. I think it's called the fuck. What's it called? Like the sexual or like marriage like equality bill or something like that. Something to that effect. Mm-hmm. Basically, would force priests and. Um, you know, higher religious leaders to marry, to marry, like you can't say no because they're gay basically. And I was like, okay, so that, but this is interesting. It's tough. It's, it's t- really tough because like, obviously you don't want people discriminating, but at the same time, you don't want to force people against their religious beliefs. Exactly. Well, that's like literally trying to force feed fucking, not that it's the same thing, but I'm going to use a crude, you know, comparison. It's trying to force feed fucking, you know, uh, Muslim people pork. Like you just, you can't do that. Yeah, like, or Hindus yeah. beef. Like they, yeah. that's just a, like, it's, you can't do it. I'm not saying that because like, because you're a Christian, it gives you an excuse to be homophobic, yeah. but you can't tell people like what happened to the separation between church and state. Everybody wants to talk about the separation between church and state when it comes to, you know, taxes and shit like that. And the church having no power over the government. But what about the government having no power over the church? I think separation of church and state is like 
I don't think there's a line at all because you have a lot of politicians that will try to pass legislation solely based on their religious beliefs. And that I, I cannot fucking stand that. No, that well, is, it's so irritating. So frustrating. Like, why are you going to make this group of people do this thing just because you believe in that? Because yeah, well, this group believes in that. No, yeah. I understand like doing something like based on, um, morals. Yeah. But don't force it because of religion. Yeah. Know? Well, I mean, there's a valid argument that a lot of morals stem from what religions taught us over the years. So I get like I get your point. I, I agree with your point. But there is that kind of like it's just people. No matter what you are and who you are, if you get into political power, you're gonna want to push your beliefs. It doesn't matter what oh, you like. For so because sure, sure. you have the power, you're trying to make a difference in what you believe is right. So, you know, there's, yeah, there is a little bit. And then there's the whole Catholic Church getting, like, $4 billion in, like, stimulus money. Like, come on now. Like you know, I said, there's no separation of you, church there's and state. Cons- there's speculation. So we just finished um, at church. We finished, a, James' dad finished a series on the book of Revelation and the end times. And a lot of it's the Antichrist and the false prophet and all this shit. Nobody knows who it's going to be. There's speculation and whatnot. Who did you think it was? You're telling me one day when we're on a hike, you're like, I think this is the Antichrist. Oh, I don't it, remember who I said. It, it was something. <laughs> it was like Kanye or yeah, some shit. No. Well, all right. So I said Kanye probably because Kanye is such a huge political figure and usually political figures try to keep, not not even political figures, but like public figures rather, um, try to keep religion out of it and then for him to have that whole 360 and no it's not him who's the antichrist it's kim kardashian who's the antichrist he's married to the antichrist that's what well, it is. for how long huh for how long i don't know they, they keep saying they're gonna get divorced every other day so he said i will never it's like one of my favorite kanye quotes he has this like super long tweet about like it's in three different parts mm-hmm. it's one random part in the beginning the middle was he called uh, Chris Jenner, Chris Jong Un, and then which is the most ridiculous shit I've ever heard. Like that, if that's not a, like a nickname, like top <laughs> top ten nicknames, I don't know what it is. And then yeah. right at the end of it, he's like, "Little baby, my favorite rapper, but he doesn't want to do a song with me." <laughs> but so back to the whole Antichrist <laughs> thing is that there's speculation that the U.S. and like whoever's running the U.S. could be the Antichrist. There's also speculation that the Pope could be the Antichrist. Wow. And I was like, that's interesting. What a fucking uh, twist. What a twist, right? <laughs> like, the Pope is the Antichrist. And I would, like, the Pope has got to be one of the most powerful people in the world without even people really realizing he's the most powerful person in the world. Like, if you think about what the Vatican does well, and I've... how many people are connected to the Vatican, how much money funnels through the Catholic Church... And all the diddlers that are in the Catholic Church, bro. Yeah, I, I've told you before. I think the most powerful thing in the world, it's not money. It's not like political status. It's religion. Religion has caused genocides. People will blindly follow something because of a religion. Mm. You know, I think it's super compelling. Religion generates money. People will fight wars over religion. I would, I'm going to stop you only because I would think, I, I would rephrase it from religion to ideology. Because any given ideology will do everything that you're about to say. Because it's anything that anybody really hardly believes in where it would compromise maybe their moral values. So for genocide, the, the Crusades, for instance, if you were um, Muslim, 
you would get murdered by the Christians. If you were Christians, you'd get murdered by the Muslims. And so I think that any time when you have a ideology that compromises um, human, basic human morals and values, then then you have a problem. But that could go from anything to religion to political party. Yeah, but at the same time, what's the biggest ideology? What are the biggest ideologies? What's the broadest ideologies? Um, I would say you're right with religion, but to I think in modern day, I wouldn't say that religion is the biggest contributor to violence. I would say I'm not saying poly- violence. I'm not saying violence. Well, just in general, but I'm saying like like look over history. Yeah. Like look back 200 years. Look back a thousand years. Yeah. You know, like anything that happened was for what reason i think that's a little general i think that it's i it's broad it's broad you have a fair point because there is a lot of that and there was a lot of that specifically but you have to also think that like religion was and still kind of is like becoming less and less now but like was the foundation for humanity and so when humanity was becoming more and more sentient more and more like understanding of the body and like the world and society and how we work and so religion was the foundation of that gave us a code to go by to live by where we can live in harmony right now every religion tries to achieve basic that basic principle of living in harmony with one another so you have all these things and then you're going to have somebody that wants to twist that to their own agenda so you had kings that were deities that were, you know, divine kings was like often thrown around like they were sent from God. They were these people, but, you know, they could be using that as to push their agenda and I, probably often were. I agree. And also, like, I'm not just saying, like, all the bad shit in the world is because of religion, because yeah. I think it brings a lot of good morals. Yeah. I think it helps a lot of people and it benefits people. Um, but I'm just saying like power wise or like influence wise. No, no religion. You're no, you're, I agree with you. Absolutely. Right. Religion is probably one of the most powerful things in the world because it connects to people's spirituality, physicality, and mentality all in the same thing. Um, and people can twist it. Yeah. And, and then you allow people to, you know, create their own interpretation of things and kind of like, well, I think it means this. And then, you know, twist that, like, if you look at the stories that, like, say in the Bible, for instance, for that are like against homosexuality, it's not cut and clean of like you shouldn't be a homosexual. It's like one man shouldn't lay with another man or something like that. Like it's very vague and like you have to kind of interpret from it. And like it could be that there that's what you know uh, Jesus was trying to say through, um, but. I, you know, like, it's still up to debate. Like, it's still not, like, a cut and clear thing. Like, I think that a lot of it is up to interpretation and up to, like, what resonates with you. And then, sure, uh, like, sure. in that, for that instance, a lot of it is, like, people don't like change. And so that's where you'll find, like, the Deep South, very tradition. Any, not even Deep South. I don't, I hate that I even just said that. But, like, I think any I, I think traditional I... person Anywhere in the world. doesn't even matter if you're Christian. doesn't matter if you're Muslim. doesn't matter if you're whatever the fuck you are. Anybody that is a traditional, to their roots, older person and, like, hasn't had some sort of spiritual awakening or any nuance in their life 
hates gay people. Hates gay Like, nobody wants to talk about, like, the black community being super fucking homophobic or the Mexican community being super fucking homophobic because they come from very traditional values. And so they they hold on to that and anything of change is not okay. Like, This blew my mind recently. So, you know, it's 2020. You would think that a lot of people are more accepting yeah. of, like, gay people and stuff like that. Or not even just gay people, but just like different, like people being different, people, people being different, different, yeah, different behavior. And so, you see with uh, Playboy Cardi's like album rollout, oh, yeah, he was he that. was like wearing like avant garde like Givenchy pieces, mm-hmm. and he was he's always been like a feminine dude, but more so now for yeah. this album rollout and promotion and stuff like that. And so, just looking through like comments and stuff like on an Instagram post or whatever, anything mentioning him. I have never seen so many homophobic people Bro. come out of the woodworks. It blew my mind. Because you think it's 2020. Like, that shit's not cool. Yeah, you like, know? people... But yeah. people do not give a fuck. They're so open with it. Like, fuck that gay shit. Fuck... Blah, 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 blah. Like, that... Yeah. It fucking blew my mind. People did not fuck with it just because he was, like, feminine. Playboy Cardi's not even gay. No. Bro, you know? Playboy Cardi... Fucks bitches, bro. That's what I'm saying. But Playboy they don't Cardi fuck with him. Bitches. They don't fuck with him because of just like how he looked in this picture. Yeah, you know? like, well, it's the same thing with Young Thug. When Young Thug wore a dress, he said I had the AK under that motherfucker. Bro, no matter how hard that shit was, motherfuckers were calling him gay, like, and were making fun of him for wearing a dress. No matter how hard this man was, motherfuckers were making fun of it. And it's just people, like, I think part of it is motherfuckers just trying to roast, and that's the easy target. <clears throat> that's the easy thing to be like, oh, well, you're just, you know, you're gay. You're, yeah, you but know. they're like, I can't fuck with this gay shit. And it's like, bro, like what I was saying the other day, everybody's favorite rapper, like, last year was Pop Smoke. In Dior, he's like, I can't fuck with, because mm, is gay. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. that, like, bro. Yeah, yeah. This was everybody's favorite rapper, like, mine included. And... Yeah. You're gonna condone shit like that, like I I understand that that's probably like, I he could even meant it, and I still don't care. But like I think it's just funny, like more than I think it's serious because it doesn't affect my values. But if you're gonna call other people out for being homophobic and to say homophobic things, and you don't really know their intentions, you gotta also check yourself and like what you're listening to and like who you're supporting, because I, I this is my biggest thing is like. You know, you, you hate on Chick-fil-A for supporting, um, sending money to transition therapy. Like, you know, like basically praying the gay out of people. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to check Walmart. You're not going to check all the stores that you deem like you have to go to. Do you really have to go to Walmart or Target? No, probably not. Like, Amazon. Do you really have to? Yeah, Amazon. You really have to shop and like get Nike shoes. Like those are sweatshops. Yeah, yeah. In my opinion, it's I think disgusting. sweatshops are probably worse than, you know, transition therapy. Or uh, is that transition therapy? I don't know uh, um whatever praying the gay out of people yeah yeah, yeah. like in my opinion that slave labor is probably worse than that and but what are we gonna pick and choose now is like that's that's everything though like back to lebron pick and choose it's just such bullshit man yeah but everyone everything is bullshit everything is bullshit bro i need a shirt that just says everything is bullshit first podcast merch everything is bullshit bro and they just have the podcast symbol on the back that'd be sick (laughs) Santi, get on it. For real. But I just think it's interesting, like, how easy it is for, like, and even myself, I do it too. Like, 
just how like easy it is to be a hypocrite like as a human and you do it without realizing yeah no absolutely but that's like the thing is like that's why i just try to bring up to it's like my parents are the perfect example these fucking libtard ass fucks hating on chick-fil-a hating on this shit but they're not gonna say shit when they're buying shit off amazon they're not gonna say anything but then my mom would be like fuck jeff bezos on amazon the next day like it's, it's too, like it's what are convenient. you doing bro it's too like it's just, but not even just amazon because that's like a horrible example because he's literally created just such an insane company but like things that you don't need that you know are coming straight from a sweatshop like like okay all right but you're not gonna eat at chick-fil-a have you had chick-fil-a sauces <laughs> like come that's just on, good that's bro, just fucking like, good you're depriving yourself of good shit in life i don't think they do that some... shit anymore though i think they stopped i think it's new management I, and shit no nah, i don't think that. <laughs> no do i think it. so for real look really it look it up okay i will look up fuck i click safari i, don't even know I hate safari does anybody still use, you know who uses safari jane she still uses safari i don't understand it i use it if i want a mac does actually they, they don't even support it for other platforms anymore Really? Yeah, it's just Apple now. Support anti LGBT. There we go. God, fucking acronym. <laughs> okay, fact check. USA Today. Chick fil A has not resumed donations to groups that oppose LGBTQ rights. Wow. Now you can eat that Chick fil A, fucks. <laughs> I fucking told you. Bro, thank you, Cameron. That's crazy. <laughs> God. I mean, guilt-free Chick-fil-A. That now probably I, doesn't mean they change their ideologies, but they're just not. No, yeah, like In and Out is a Christian company. Yeah. On every fry basket and every shake cup, or on the inside, right? It, it says like a verse. I think it's like John three sixteen, or and then a couple other ones. Yeah. Um, but you you still gonna go to fucking no matter how much you can hate Christians or whatever, you still gonna go to In and Out. Like that shit is fire. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's gas you know and the fact that it's open so late you know yeah it's like what the fuck else open that late that's that good you know what i didn't know and i it could be that this is wrong until i was listening to joe rogan it's not whataburger it's whataburger i have no clue what the fuck whataburger I have no that doesn't that sounds less appealing it, it, it's just that whole it's the whole telephone game you know yeah or it's like remembering shit wrong or incorrectly like uh the berenstein bears it's yeah. the berenstein bears but that don't sound right if it's you, the Berenstain Bears. Look up the fucking intro. It's Berenstain. A N E? No E. Berenstain. What? Berenstain. When they say it, the, it in the song, I forgot. What? Berenstain. A I N. Yeah. What? I, to this day, like I, I remember Berenstain. I remember Berenstain. Yeah, because it's like almost like a German name, like a Steen. Mm -hmm. But Berenstain. And because he's wearing the hat and everything, and like the the what is it the. Uh, what is that thing? Uh, fucking hill people shit. <laughs> I have no clue. But yeah, whatever German. Lederhosen. Oh. Lederhosen. Yeah. Fuck, I knew it was an L. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's the whole just like remembering shit incorrectly. That's insane. Fucking, I can't really <laughs> blow my mind. <laughs> oh man. Oh, but what were we talking about? I don't know. Probably some dumb shit. Yeah, we're always talking about dumb shit. Bro, sometimes I amaze myself. 
sometimes, man. <laughs> like, I'll literally, like, think to myself in the shower, I'm like, who the fuck are you? Like, what's wrong with you? God. You be wildin'. Bro, it's like... Like, I like to think I don't give a fuck, but I kind of give a fuck. And then, like, you think about the shit you do later, and you're like, oh, you're an idiot. I think you don't give a fuck in the moment, but then when you reflect on it, it's like, why the fuck did I do that? Yeah. Why the fuck did but I do that? But you would, you would hope so, but, like, most of the time, I'm like, I laugh about it, too. Oh, yeah. I'm literally just laughing at myself. It's usually the dumbest shit. It's usually the dumbest oh, shit that's hilarious. Man. That's... I mean, that's why I think, like, I never give a fuck about making fun of myself ever you can't you can if you like and especially like people that think that's like like i get it like it's probably like deep down some weird psychological self-defense mechanism whatever you know like don't psychoanalyze me you fucking bitch <laughs> but at the end of the day like you making fun of yourself is kind of like humbling experience as far as like don't take yourself too seriously you like, really can't go wrong doing it yeah well and then that's why i make fun of people <laughs> like it's i i never make fun of somebody that i don't love i don't know like you you can get away with it sometimes like if it's the right situation if you're like making fun of someone's disability like that's, the, that's i would never no, 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 no i'm no, not no. saying i'm not saying that but i'm saying like uh like an example i saw today on instagram i was watching uh isa gold's instagram oh the, the dude with the tims Bro, the dude with the tims so man was so there's this like him. there's this like mexican dude with like some like just pants that weren't made for tims uh -uh. and he had the fattest cuffs right above the tims they weren't even tims isa was <laughs> was uh roasting him because they're cats yeah but like he had fat cuffs right above his tims it was just roasting him for like 40 seconds and it's kind of fucked up but at Bro. the same time it's just like it's funny yeah you know? it's it's harmless the dude will never see it or he might. He might be a huge Issa the fan dude, and be like, fuck dude, this guy now. That dude now. will never see it. But it is fucked up that Issa posted that to, like, probably 50,000 people. Bro. <laughs> Bro. That shit was mad funny. I was, list I was like, I was watching and i'm like why the fuck is he like zooming in on this guy i thought he was zooming in on the girl's ass i was like this is weird bro it's like sus. bro big boy sus because this girl i mean like they weren't old like they were probably they were probably legal but like it was still weird no matter what um and then like he started i turned the audio on and he was talking about the tims i was like okay that makes sense and then he was like <laughs> making fun of him like bro leave him alone yeah, yeah. it's because he's in california and then you know like people wearing tims is now a fashion thing where in new york it used to be like wear tims to survive because of the cold i mean it was know. a fashion thing there too yeah it definitely was a fashion thing but i also think like it served more like purpose because they had snow so you needed like thick soles you needed shit that would break through the snow and like it just kept warm your foot too. warm yeah but and then it became a fashion thing. But I just think it's fucking hilarious. I was like, leave this guy alone, you asshole. <laughs> but I mean, th but that's the thing. It's like I'm not going around like doing that type of shit. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I like if I'm gonna make fun of you, it's because I know it's that I'm not. Yeah, I'm not actually trying to hurt you as a person. I'm not trying to dig your soul out or whatever. You know, yeah. like I'm just trying to fucking roast you so you might be able to roast me back. Like. Bro, come on. Yes, let's do this. My, my favorite is like when one of the homies in the group just get absolutely toasted. When they get the best roast on them toward everyone in the room is like laughing and they can't breathe. Yeah. And then they're sitting there like like frustrated trying to find a roast. <laughs> yeah. And then they come back and it's hella weak. Yeah. And then everyone's just like. And then you could see just the fucking like. The disappointment. Dead, the dead eyes, you know. It's, it's the best. 
Uh, Kev's got it the worst. Kev's got it bad, but there was one time when we were playing, uh, we're playing like Mario Kart or some shit at my house, yeah. and they called Mazda uh, Ludwig because he had the fucking blue hair, the same. <laughs> and then Mazda like tried to come back at Luke real quick, and then he just didn't have nothing. And it was it was oh, one of those moments, man. dude. That's the best when you get something on somebody knowing they can't come back, and you're like, aha! But then they always come back, like maybe like you know. Maybe another month. day. Yeah, Maybe like another, another day, day they come back and roast you and you can't get anything back on them. Circle. Circle of life. Circle of life. It all fucking balances out. It's fucking... It's beautiful. It's fucking beautiful. That's what I... Like, I hate when motherfuckers get sensitive on me. Yeah, like, if you can't take the roast... I hate people that can dish it out but can't give it. Yeah. That, I cannot stand. Bro, I can't... Well, especially the homies. Like, don't get sensitive on me. Don't be like... What am I gonna like? Hold your hand and walk you through this roast, bro? Come on, you're gonna like what? <laughs> that's, the, that's the best explanation I've heard. <laughs> bro, it's good. just like I don't know. I like I feel like I get roasted enough by everybody, and like I should be able to dish shit out too. And like I just think that's we should be able to accept that. Like that's definitely always been a part of like our friend group, and to like be like. And, like, there's things you don't talk about. I was just and, about to yeah, say, yeah, like, I get that they're sore subjects. Yeah. But at the same time, you got to understand that we're not doing it to, like, hurt you. Yeah, we're not yeah, going yeah. out of our way to, like, make you feel bad about yourself. A little bit. But, like, <laughs> in, a, in a comedic way, like, yeah. like, so that you'll come back with something good. Like, yeah. I'm not trying to, like, ruin your day. Yeah, you know? I'm not trying to shit on you so that you, like, feel like you can never come back on me, you know, like, yeah. and, like, call it, oh, well, that, like, you're stupid, don't even try to say anything back, like, a bully type of shit. Yeah. I'm just, like, you, like, like, shooty, like, you built, like, a dead stripper. Like, it just funny shit like that to get a laugh, and it's not, like, that's not gonna hurt you, bro. Like, that's, no. like, come on. That might be a good roast, it might be funny in the moment, everybody's laughing at you, but you're gonna come back at him, and it's gonna be the same thing, it's gonna be alright. Exactly. It's gonna be fine. And so it's just, it's fucking hilarious. Like, to, I just, I get that there's sore subjects and shit, but, um, you just gotta know. That's all it is. Yeah. It's, it, uh, but that's my, like, favorite part about our friend group is that everybody gets their licks in. Everybody gets it. I would say, I, and I've said this before, you and Santi are the only ones that, like, genuinely, nobody, like, I don't know what it is about you guys. But nobody can really get a roast on you without you snapping back. Like, and, and that roast is not even that good. Like, it just, it doesn't seem, it seem you guys are the, like, the untouchable elites. And That's not weird. Even, That's it, weird. Not even, like, that hold you in higher regard or anything like that. But, like, every time I've ever tried to roast you or whatever, you snap back. And it's ten times funnier than what I said. And I'm like, fuck you, you <laughs> asshole. Like, or same thing with Santi. Like, you can't, like, even because he's just, like, the nicest guy in the world, you're, anything you say to him is not even going to really, like, sting, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, you call Luke a salty fuck, it kind of stings because it's true. <laughs> you you call, call me a big nose fucking Berenstein bear. <laughs> like, it's true. Like, you know? Like, <laughs> like, it's just, like, there's the things that kind of resonate. But it's like, you call Santi, you know, like, anything it's like that's not funny like you're just like you're trying to pull shit out of your ass i think it it's like case by case because when you bring up like luke i love to piss him off oh well because i so easy. love to piss him off but he knows i love to piss him off yeah so i'll do something to piss him off <laughs> and he'll go in his head this is how it'll work he'll be like 
I know he's doing this to piss me off. I'm not going to give him a reaction. But that alone pisses him off because he knows I'm trying to piss him off. And so he'll get even more pissed off, but he'll just be quiet about it. Yeah. And then his face will get red. And then you just say some <sighs> dumb shit. You call him Kronk or whatever the, whatever the go-tos are. And tell him he sucks at Madden or something. And then he'll, he'll just get pissed off or he'll get quiet or something. Oh, shit. my goodness. That man... <laughs> gotta learn to control his like (laughs) like anger towards things because then it wouldn't be funny like if you were doing if there was no reaction if there was no reaction i wouldn't do it well that's the thing with like you and santi it's like there's not going to be a reaction if you're like trying to roast like unless you really got a good one you've thought about it you like and you wait excuse me for the perfect moment yeah yeah like it's not gonna be a thing but if you just call luke cronk or you know you call daniel a fucking I don't know, like a potato, a, farmer. a potato farmer or whatever, communist, whatever you want to throw out at them. Like, when you see their face and you know they're pissed off about it, it just makes it, send up, it 10 times better. Like, Daniel's another good one for like when you get a really good roast off on him, he'll try to come back real quick. Hey. And there's been a lot of times where they fall flat and he's just like, uh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, and he oh. says that too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just funny because it's like you, you know you can affect, like, get the reaction you want out of people. But uh, it's all done in good heart. Yeah, yeah. It's not mean-spirited. We all know yeah. at the end of the day. like Even if like someone might get heated over it, no. the next day they know that you're just fucking with them. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. None of it's like I have a grudge against you or some shit, like some deep-seated, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Ill intention. But it's just fucking funny. Luke's got to be the most hilarious one, though. It's it's just the easiest reaction. Like there was one time we we're at like Sudi's old house, uh, and him and Sudi were playing Madden, and Sudi is getting his ass beat at Madden. Luke is fucking beating his ass, and so anytime Luke would like make the smallest mistake, I'd be like, "Wow, you fucked that up," or like just like called him out on it. And anytime Sudi like did like one thing right in the last twenty minutes, I'm like, "God damn!" Like just like overly compliment him. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> you just see him like they're like doing this. <laughs> or how about the time i fucking talked shit so bad that i like literally got inside his head and i beat him in madden which i suck at and he's actually legitimately good at no he's hella good at it he's hella fucking good <laughs> hella and good i beat him and oh my god the reaction i got out of that one you know who has the best reactions that isn't like a like an easy reaction sooty if you start toasting sooty he his reactions are the fucking funniest because he, he's good at toasting in general. He's though. good at toasting. He's good at getting toast. Like, bro, this man is easily one of the most hilarious people I know. Naturally, like without Naturally, trying, without trying. Oh my god! Like the fact that he has—it's like the confidence in his word of saying something. Like it could be the stupidest insult in the world. Delivery. Delivery. The confidence being like that one is going to hit there's no hesitation about it <laughs> like he legitimately was like went up to my brother and was like you look you built like a dead stripper and that shit had us rolling that is the stupidest no, thing it's it's fucking dumb but it's just in the heat of the moment it's like why is that what you thought of yes why is that your go-to yeah <laughs> like, you know <laughs> like what in your mind connected those dots yeah yeah, yeah. no it's fucking hilarious he has in his you built like a yeah. you built like a he has they're infinite they'll never run out of them that man one of a kind he is one of a kind i can't name like anyone that's like him you know so outrageous like such an outrageous human being it, it's crazy though 
because he can flip like yeah. like 180 so quickly. He could be the most chill, laid back, calm people I've ever seen. But in the same sense, you guys could be on Highway 17 and he will have his ass out of the fucking car mooning people and then fall <laughs> fucking fall on Luke's arm who's driving and Luke got dick on arm for sure. <laughs> Luke Luke got dick on arm Bow. for sure and then made him fucking crash in the side of the freeway. Oh my goodness. Like the amount of like range that yes, he has. The range, that's a good way to put it. The <laughs> it's, range. It's fucking insane. Bro. That's just fucking... I think that's also part of, like, the thing that's so fucking funny about him. He'll be vibing, he'll be vibing, and then, boom, that shit snaps, and then it's just nonstop, like, he's cracking jokes. Like, it's just, like, there's shit that you... Everything he's doing is just hilarious. Kev has that, too, but it's more alcohol-related. Yes. Well, yeah, once you get Kev, like, feeling himself, bro, <laughs> that's a different Kev. You don't give a fuck. Bro. <laughs> He'll do it like he'll know it. He'll know he's annoying the shit out of you, and keep he loves it. He's like getting more and more <laughs> until he goes thing. until he goes too far. No, and then he'll like when he gets. This is when you know Kevin's getting drunk. Is when he'll put his arms like this and like back into you and just <laughs> not stop backing into you, like walking backwards. And he's like, "Oh, I'm I'm sorry." Like, like it's just like he, he just, just does obnoxious shit. He does obnoxious shit when he drinks too much. Is the best. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh fucking kevin and he'll, he'll get like extra extra cozy oh yeah he's cozy boys like for sure you know who like is og fucking like gets buck wild when he's drunk <laughs> who ryan oh yeah for sure. this man was bathing in beer on the camping trip this motherfucker wanted everyone to play backgammon with him <laughs> He had this little square tin of backgammon, and he went to every person at the camping campsite for like hours, multiple times too, to each person. And everyone's like, "No, I don't want to play no fucking backgammon." Fucking one in the morning, he runs up right in front of me, throws that shit on the ground, stares me dead in the eyes, and starts stomping the fucking game of backgammon. <laughs> and then hell, people jumped in. I think Jacob jumped in. I think oh. Sudi jumped in. And then all that there was left in the morning was just like a little like crinkled piece of aluminum. Jacob might be the best drunk. He's pretty funny. I'm trying to think who's the funniest in, out of our group drunk. I think... I ja think it's between Jacob and Sudi. Jacob and Sudi. For sure. Because Jacob lets all his inhibitions out. Like, everything that he's ever wanted to say in real life without <laughs> repercussions just comes out. Like, and it's the dirtiest jokes. It's the worst things. Like, it's, it's always sunny in real life. That's what j being around Jacob I is. I miss him when he was high. Because he was also a funny motherfucker when he smoked. That's too. true. He used to be able to chief tough. Like tough. Him and Janie are the only two people that I could like feel like they would go toe to toe. Bro. Tough. That was that was a different Jacob too. That was insane. We have so many stories. Oh my god. No, oh, yeah, they're endless. It's just because we have such a large friend group, you know. Yeah. We could sit here and just list. Oh, this person's like this. This person's like this. This yeah. person's like this, and go on for four hours, you know. Bilva's rule the world. That's just that's that's a fact. That's a fact. Yep. All right. Let's end it there. We're about an hour and a half. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. Thank you for coming on, man. Yeah. No problem. No problem. That was sick. All right. Bye, everybody.